has uh, LinkedIn Top Voices. She has been LinkedIn Top Voice at 2019. She is the president of SLDN Company. And uh, she is also in customer acquisition and engagement specialist. So she's going to talk about personal branding with us. Over to you, Sam. Hey, guys. So um, I'm going to start off by saying the definition of personal branding. Now, I didn't come up with this by myself, but it's the art of differentiation. Now, I'm going to start off with a short story about a young content creator. And to protect her privacy, we're going to call her Pam. Now, Pam wanted to create content, but she was very intimidated by an up-and-coming platform called LinkedIn. Now, as soon as she got out of her comfort zone and really started to, you know, wanting to create content, uh, you know, she started to create content about sales tip videos. Uh, but the best part of her was her personality. And truth be told, that was missing in her content. She was very scripted, like robotic sales call scripted. And, you know, once she stopped really, uh, you know, just ditching the script, really, uh, she started to really show her personality. You know, she was funny, authentic, uh, you know, confident and eccentric. And once she started showcasing her true personality, her content and her following blew up overnight, basically. And obviously, you know, Pam is me, you know, I was talking to myself in the third person, but you get it just for this exercise, you know. Um, so let's talk about, you know, why we're all here. So your personal brand um, is more than just your appearance. A lot of people think it's like your glasses, a cool hat that you wear, and your fonts and colors and stuff. Yes, that does have a factor in it, but your personal brand is what makes you you. You know, it's about... Uh, you know, what makes you tick? So I've come up with three things that defies your personal brand. And remember these when you're really, you know, trying to start and build an online presence, a community, and, you know, when you're brainstorming ideas for content. So number one, your core values. Now there, you know, think of three things, what you, you know, what defines you as a personal brand. Um, and from a moral standpoint as well, and what you want people to remember you like for. Uh, now, for me, number one, I want people to know that I'm real and genuine. Um, you know, I talk about real life things that's happened in my past, um, things that define me as a person and what I've been through in my life um, and, you know, what makes me tick. And number two, what you want people to, you know, be known for. Uh, and, and I want people to know me for, sorry, <laughs> I want people to know me for helping others, for wanting to help others and take that initiative because that's what I love to do. And number three, a judgment-free zone. So my inbox, my, um, you know, my comment section, everything is open for non-judgment you know, non here because I've made so many mistakes throughout my life and I want people to know that they can be, you know, they can share their own personal story with me as well. So those are three things that I want people to remember me for. Um, and those are my core values. Um, and now number two, what do you want people to be known for is uh, your uniqueness. Uh, and I want you to ask yourself, like, what makes me different? And express that uniqueness. You know, have you been through things in your past and you faced challenges that has made you who you are today? Talk about that. Um, you know, have you failed in life yet you've turned them into real life lessons 
and implemented those mistakes. You know, are you funny and quirky? Are you creative? Express it and funnel your uniqueness throughout your content to truly stand out and set yourself apart from the rest. Um, and number three, what really defies your personal brand is the company you work for and the product and service that you sell. And of course, if you own your own business, your own business. Um, now, kind of blurring the lines here between personal branding and company branding, but it has a lot to do with one another. Um, because when you're selling a product or working for a company, people are gonna associate your personal brand with that company and the product you're selling. It's just how it is. Um, especially if you have it plastered all over your LinkedIn, all that good stuff. So um, ask yourself, does the company you work for like have a bad reputation in the market um, and you don't really want to be associated with them? Uh, then having, maybe not now, but having an exit plan is probably the best thing for you. Um, you know, and do you sell and endorse a product that you don't believe in? It's huge. And if your company and your personal values or company values is impeccable customer service, um, then you have to follow through with your commitments to your clients. Um, because in the age of social media, the consumer has a lot of power in the market. So one bad experience can infect, affect your personal brand and your company's brand. So it's really important to, you know, believe in the product you're selling and, you know, also stand by, by your company's values and, and have a good, um, you know, a good reputation in that sense. Right. So, um, and so think of these three points while you're putting yourself out there and you know, you're really building a community. Now to conclude, there was a time um, that we did not mix business and pleasure together in, in a personal life. It was just taboo. You just didn't do it. Um, we only really celebrated our wins and not our past failures. We were very, um, we were very fake in it to be a sense. Uh, but today we consume differently. We consume based upon emotion um, because at the end of the day, we're all humans that are longing for real connections. And for a long time, we've been consumed by reality TV, fake relationships, you know, fake people. But there's been a shift. And I'm telling you, what real people want is authenticity. And to truly be authentic is not to be like the rest. It's to just celebrate what makes you different, what makes you unique. Um, and your followers will truly get to know you. I can't tell you how many people come to me on my inbox and just, you know, they call me and they're like, Sam, you know, I feel like I truly know you. And we've never had a conversation prior because I'm that authentic and I'm that, you know, unapologetically myself that people, when people watch my content, they truly get to know me as a person. And that my friends is how you place your footprint and how you place your footprint on a personal brand you know, in this sea full of samies, I should just say, for lack of better words. Um, so, will you dare to be different? Uh, that was a little short, but thank you guys. And like, obviously the Q&A, we'll leave this open for the questions that you guys may have about personal branding. Thank you so much, Sam. It was really insightful and it was actually like very informative on the points that you covered. I think a lot of that would be in the Q&As as well in terms of personal branding. So let's just quickly follow through.
the question again? I'm trying to look at it real quick. Yeah. So the question is, do you pre-schedule your posts? If so, for how long? Like for the next one week, two weeks, or like how how do you pre-schedule? Oh, do you pre? I'm sorry, pre-schedule. Yes. So to be honest, if you are really, if your goal is trying to do it from a company standpoint, then yes, I would pre-schedule your posts. But for me, um, in my personal page. I like to just, whatever's on my mind and whatever I feel like for that day, that's what I put out there. Maybe I'll have like an idea or a topic for the next few days, but mm -hmm. I like to really freestyle it because it comes more genuine. Right. Okay. So uh, how do you measure the effectiveness of your personal brand online? So basically it depends what your long-term goals are, but you're really, especially on LinkedIn, they have great metric tools like inside of the platform that you can measure your views, your comments, your likes, and just having like a healthy comment to like to view ratio um, is, is a really great way to, to track your metrics and to see what people are, are really engaging with and what people are liking. Right. Uh, so the next question is, uh, how can one blend both online and offline activities to build a personal brand? So here's the thing is that like those core values that I mentioned, as soon as you're really portraying that you have to walk the talk, you have to really portray that on and offline. Um, and then when, if people really come up to you and they start to know you, they already know what you stand for. And it's like more of an easier introduction. And you really, it, it's almost like, and if you're trying to sell them something in a sense, they're like, Hey, I know who Sam is. And they actually know that, you know, you're not just trying to scam them or you're not just trying to get their commission. It's just that you're just being genuine. You're really trying to help them. Got it. Uh, so is it important to have a personal brand website? No, not at all, to be honest. Um, if you want, you can do other platforms, but I don't think so, to be honest. Like I ran a business for almost like three months without even a website. So it, it really doesn't matter because if you're really effectively putting out content on platforms that you're focused on, um, you don't need a website to be honest. Right. Uh, so the next question is how do you build a brand from scratch with, which puts valuable content every day in the community, like LinkedIn, any lessons you have learned in your journey? So, yeah, I mean, like I've said in, the, in my talk, like I was very scripted at first and I would try to literally plan out every single word that I would say. And once I stopped doing that and just being myself and let it just roll and, and go with the flow, then I started gain a better following. Um, and then people really started to know me. So to build your brand from scratch is to really think of those three things um, that I was talking about, you know, your core values, uh, your uniqueness and you know, what, actually you have to offer to other people and how you, you know, defy it within your personal brand. Right. Right. Uh, so the next question I'll take up is, uh, how important is it to stick to your niche or can you just talk about anything you feel like without affecting your brand, barring socio-political issues, obviously. Yeah, of course. Right. So to be honest, I'm really not about like the niche, the niches and everything because I mean, if you, if you're coming out like, okay, like I'm a travel ambassador or something like that. If you are specifically coming on this platform with one goal in mind and that's it. But if you want to just build genuine relationships, 
I don't see a problem of you know sticking off the script and going off script and talking about sales, travel, sports. If really whatever you want to talk about, you should be free to talk about. Of course, you know religion and politics aside and everything like that, unless it's Facebook. But <laughs> okay, so how to make my character reflect in my writing? Most often, I feel like they lack emotion or they are overexposed. how to have a mix words emoji usage please so i think if you just do it in a nice easy to read format um i think people get like the emojis too you know they they place too much emojis and stuff and it kind of just looks like it's not like unprofessional but it's it's unappealing to the eye mm-hmm. um so really just try to just format it like how you would see in like a blog post or an article and really just try to let it flow, you know, short sentences, space space, you know, and and just make your points clear and then space. That's pretty much how I usually do it. Right. Okay. Uh, uh so moving on to the next one, what do you think about Instagram as a platform for personal branding? Is it way too informal? See, it like I said, it really depends on your goals. Like if I would have known that person and sat down with them, like if you're really just trying to just put yourself out there to become internet famous and maybe just become a brand ambassador along the way. Yes, maybe Instagram would be a great one to focus on, but if you really want to generate leads and you want to build like professional relationships, I would stick to LinkedIn um and other platforms of course, but Instagram it's 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 a hard one to to decipher unless I don't really know who that person is personally. Sure, okay. I think we have a question from Vinay. Uh Vinay could you please ask your question? Uh you have been unmuted. Well, thanks. Uh thanks Ibrita. Uh well, hi Sam, I'm Vinay Kumar. Hi. Hello. Yeah, are you able to hear me? Yes, yes. Well, uh Samsi, I uh, thank you for all the knowledge what you have shared. I have one small concern which is uh normal executive's profile is different from a high level C C level executive's profile. a normal executive or a normal person can uh, improve the increase their branding by continuous posting or keep sharing everything whatever we post and all but when it comes to c level executive ceos and cfos their profile and personal branding the strategy will surely differ so what would be the strategy that we have to follow to increase their personal branding at a certain level a c level executives is what i'm talking about as as a normal person they will not be able to share each and everything on a daily basis Now I would just kind of try to separate yourself in a way because we all know like if um Bill Gates is trying to, you know, create a personal brand, we all know that he works for Microsoft. So that's already clear. Um but I think once he separates himself from the company and really just try to showcase his personality and what he stands for personally, then that is key in building a personal brand. Like kind of separating yourself through that even though like it goes hand in hand your personal brand and your company um yes but if you're you know somebody like a high level executive that everyone knows who you are i think it's a really important task to really just try to separate yourself from the two so you mean to say uh, apart from the business and all they can also uh, do a normal posting a kind of social awareness kind of things which will get attraction to their profile is that you mean to say like so for like Sales people like and stuff like that, customer service reps. 
-hmm. like they're posting on their behalf. Okay. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Thank you so much. Uh, Devrata yeah. and Guru, thank you so much for the opportunity, sir. Thanks, and no issues. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I'll take up one last question, uh, Sam. Uh, so it's from Arunava. He is asking, is uh, okay. Uh, is LinkedIn the only available platform for building authenticate personal brand or there are other possible better platforms that are still available for personal branding? Now, of course, like I said, with your goals in mind, um, for me, it was LinkedIn, but for other people, maybe YouTube, TikTok, you know, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but if you're really in the B2B space, I would really try to focus on LinkedIn and then another one, just really just try to focus on two and really just get the hang of it. And whatever is uh, giving you the most results is I would stick with that one and recycle through your content that you're focusing on and recycle it through the others. So, right. Thank you so much, Sam. Uh, it was a great session. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you probably in next editions as well. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, hope you like the recording. Do check us out at Amplis B2B Pinch for 11 more killer content. Also try out Amplis Sales Buddy if you want to bring that next customer who is waiting for you.